0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Single Chronicles. Today, we're talking about folks that haven't healed. They got all types of trauma and baggage and toxicity and heartbreak and pain hanging over their head. But yet, they want to start over. Yeah, they're single and don't want to be alone. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that today. And I know it's Tuesday. It's not Monday. But I couldn't wait another week. So, yes, apologies for this delayed episode. But... Here we are. So, sit back and relax, and here we go. This is a mom. Mm-hmm. This is a This is a okay welcome back guys we had some time off um yeah it was mother's day my mother's birthday right after that so it was a lot going on so i had to take some time off and celebrate her and just you know catch up on a lot of other stuff that was going on uh in my life i thought i was going to do a single chronicles episode as well as a trailer reaction but it just didn't pan out the way it, it was supposed to. Like, the episode that I filmed the beginning of April for Single Chronicles, it had a lot of audio issues, and I just had to scrap the whole thing. So, I'm going to be redoing that hopefully soon and get that out to you because I need to post something on YouTube besides, like, Zumba stuff. But anyway, I just wanted to get that out the way. Uh, This week, I'm talking about healing. True, true healing. So, I'm going to start off by saying... Self-healing is a tough task. It is a really hard thing to do. Um, Self-healing, just healing in general is hard to do. Like if you've ever um, had an injury of any kind, you know, you got to go through rehab, you got to go through physical therapy, you got to get yourself strong again. And I realized that the same thing applies to mental and emotional damage that needs to be healed and we don't really do that very well you know we a lot of people will get therapy that is probably the best thing you can do and i'll talk about that a little bit more before we conclude this episode um it's good to heal it's great it's actually paramount to heal from anything like You know, you look at uh, athletes, you know, they get injured on the field or they get injured on the court or whatever. And the physical therapists, the doctors and everyone would say, look, you got this such and such injury before you get back out there. You got to get surgery or you got to get physical therapy or you got to do rehab. You got to do a lot of things to get yourself back to where you were before the injury, before we can let you out on the field, before we can clear you to actually play. And it's serious for athletes, professional athletes, because this is their bread and butter. This is their money. This is what you know will sustain them in their field of you know in their career and occupation as athletes. But when you think about, when you think about mental and emotional trauma. How many people have actually healed from theirs? And even though they get therapy and they do all the right things to get better, to to process that trauma, to deal with that trauma, to, to identify the triggers of those traumas, sometimes people don't see through. They don't follow through with the things that they've learned to help them out. Sometimes they want to skip through it. And that's the same thing with physical trauma. Traumas and injuries, people will get hurt and be like, Oh, I'm ready, I'm ready. Trust me, I speak from personal experience on both those facets. Uh, when I was in high school and college, I played sports, I got hurt several times on the field, off the field, and even now, as a Zumba instructor, I remember the day I hurt my knee, I re injured the knee (laughs) that I hurt back in high school/slash college. Actually, I think it was college. And my dumbass, instead of treating that injury with, you know, the utmost, utmost concern and, you know, taking it easy. I was just like, oh, I got to teach this class. I got people coming and it depended on me. And it happened literally, I fell in the middle of the street. And I'm sure I've said this plenty of times, right? The day of class that morning, I was on my way to work and I hurt myself. I felt. So, I got to work. I did the, you know, the standard, you know, rice treatment, rest, ice, compression, elevation. I didn't do the compression that much, but I still, you know, did the elevation and and iced it and rested so I had my leg propped up the whole entire day while I was at work I only you know moved it when I had to get up to go to the bathroom or when I like went to go get something to eat or something like that but when I got home I wrapped it up. I had eight bandages and everything on my leg and knee. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna make sure it's wrapped up. But instead of canceling class the day that I fell, the day that I hurt, because I even posted it on like my stories on Instagram and social media, and people were like, Oh my god, are you gonna be okay? You know, you're canceling class today. I'm like, nope. Like a stupid ass. No. I went home. Wrapped everything up, as compressed it, and got as much support as I could on those probably retorn ligaments and everything else. And I did my class. And no, it wasn't fully uh, to the, you know, it wasn't the best class that I had. You know, I had to modify a lot of stuff for myself. But I went home and still teach the class. And this was before I started teaching at the studio and the rec center where I've had my public classes. This was in my house. I was still teaching in my house. I wasn't even charging people yet. This was right before I was certified to, you know, teach Zumba legally and professionally. And this was as I was, you know, building the whole twerk out thing. So I had no reason. There was nothing to gain from having that class that day in my living room. I just still decided to do it just because I was fucking stubborn for lack of a better word, stubborn and hard-headed. Like, I knew in the back of my head, Rose, you probably should sit this one out. But no, I didn't. I just still went home and had that class. So, following the events and days following that injury and that class, my I kept my leg healed. You know, I kept my leg wrapped up, compression, ice, all that stuff. I took it easy for that following week up until the next Wednesday when I had, you know, another class from home. And I think that one... I think I had taught two more weekly classes before I just say, all right, let me rest. And I only did that by default because no one could make it. And this is before I was promoting my classes as much as I do now. So, you know, I couldn't really promote being a Zumba instructor because I wasn't technically a Zumba instructor yet. I still was just teaching dance fitness. So, you know, I still had my brand that I was building and I was just so stubborn. Rewind back to college when I originally initially tore my MCL um, and my knee. Yeah, guess what? I got hurt on the field. And while that injury pretty much shattered any dreams and aspirations of becoming a professional soccer player, which I knew I wasn't going to be. But back then, even then, I didn't get the proper treatment and attention to my injury that I should have. And now... Fast forward to twenty twenty one. Even you might say, yeah, twenty twenty one. My knee, both of them, are jacked up. As a result, I have osteoarthritis. A lot of days, I have pain. So now, I have to do the proper precautions and measures to make sure that my knee doesn't not only bother me but doesn't get re injured again. And I have to wrap it up, constant compression, knee braces. I had to do physical therapy, all the shit that I should have did initially. I didn't really do until last year and this year. And it was like, well, the damage is already done. Like I hurt my knee. I re-injured my knee back in 2018. Then I fell again on top of that. So it was like, all right, bros, you're going to have to see somebody about this. And it wasn't until one day I went to stand up and I could barely get up. I had to literally use my upper body strength to get up off the couch. And it wasn't that I was like, you know, not in shape or anything, but because my knees are fucking killing me. So I had to really take it seriously. And I had to, like, do as much, you know, damage control for my knee that I should have did back then when the the initial injuries occurred. And I wouldn't have the problems today that I have now had I listened to reason, had I not been so stubborn to just do the class, play that game you know, do what I had to do. And that's the same thing with mental and emotional trauma. That's the same thing when someone breaks our heart in a relationship and instead of healing and facing that heartbreak, that pain that we were put through and dealing with that and healing from that before we go into the next relationship. And the reason why I wanted to talk about that today was because I was on the phone with a friend. We were just like, you know, busting it up like we always do. And I noticed in his voice how kind of jaded he was towards relationships and women. And he had just, he was in, he's still in the process of getting over a bad relationship. So, you know, I noticed the tone. I noticed that that heartbreaking pain in his voice. And I just, I noticed everything because that was me. Like even, like if you've been following me on social media and just this whole Single Chronicles thing that I've been doing since like 2018 into 2017, you'll know that the flow of the Single Chronicles has evolved. It went from me poking fun at ancient shit ass people to... Dealing with the shenanigans of being single to um, the traumas and the triggers of my previous relationships and all that other stuff. But it didn't really focus on healing that much. Like, yeah, I have the writing, the writer's reflections at the end of every YouTube video. And it kind of like broke down, you know, all the stuff that I was talking about in each particular episode. But i never really stopped to... Fully realize my pain. And eventually it led, from, led to me repeating some of the same mistakes that I had made. And even though I never really jumped into a relationship, I jumped into situationships that were no better than the relationship that I was damaged from. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Because, yo, some of y'all still hurt. And instead of processing that, instead of facing that, you jump into the next relationship. Yeah. Yeah, you need to check yourself. So being jaded is one of the surefire signs that you haven't healed. Like if you have this mindset that all men are the same or all women are the same, all relationships are doomed or just not worth it. Yeah, you're still hurt. You still have trauma and pain that you haven't faced yet. Or that you're still healing through, and that's nothing wrong with that. That's totally normal. The problem is, is that instead of facing that trauma, instead of, instead of dealing with it fully, instead of getting away from the toxicity and the bullshit, not from just the other people that put you through it, but you know, you still got to take you know take responsibility and accountability for your part and your hand in it. But dealing with why you made the decisions that you made in the first place in that relationship why you chose to stick around for as long as you did in that relationship why you reacted to the things in that really relationship you know a lot of times you know people will go through heartbreaking pain a person will cheat on them lie to them hurt them beat them whatever abuse them and i'm not downplaying any of that i'm not downplaying the seriousness of any of those things and how they play on our psyche what i am talking about is how we react to them so let's just say for example you know you're dealing with a guy as a female you're dealing with a guy he cheats on you you forgive him he cheats again at this point you either choose to stick around and give him one more chance which is not a good idea or you decide to even leave you're like fuck that dude i'm i'm out i, I can't i ain't taking this shit And while that is a good step towards a in the right direction, you're still not dealing with that pain that he put you through. And then you turn around and expect the next person not to put you through the same thing, but then you choose a person that does. Why is that? Now, I'm not going to get all deep into why we choose toxic people. I've discussed that before, and that stems from whatever else we got going on in our lives, from our childhood and, you know, from just life in general. But we're talking about this specific situation that you're going through or went through. And again, like I said, we don't properly heal. Then we jump into another relationship with someone else. And even if that person is picture perfect, even if that person is doing everything and anything to make you happy, In the back of your mind, you're still waiting for them to fuck up. You're still waiting for them to do something to you. You have this pessimistic view on love and relationships. Why? Because all men or all women are the same. Or, you know, people just are just horrible. It's 7.6 billion people on this planet. Not each and every one of them will put you through pain if you come across them. Not everybody is... A full of shit person. There are some genuinely good people out there. There are some damaged people out there. And 90% of the people that do fucked up shit. Do it because they have fucked up shit happen to them. And they don't know any better. While I'm not excusing that behavior. That means that they just haven't dealt with whatever it is they've been put through. And you have to face that music. You have to face that pain. A lot of times people don't want to face pain. They don't want to go through the necessary procedures and steps that it takes to get over the pain. Like, I don't know if you guys know anyone who's in like AA or NA or any type of those anonymous recovery groups, but the first thing they they make you do is accept that you have a problem because in order for you to deal with a problem, you have to accept that it's there. You can't be in denial that you that you got some shit fucked up with you and then turn around and be like, yeah, I'm healed. No, you got to deal with that first. And even in my prior relationships, even though I didn't cheat or I didn't do certain things in the last few relationships and I did everything that, you know, a girlfriend slash wife was supposed to do and I still got treated poorly, I never took a step back to realize why I was in these situations in the first place and why I chose to stick around. And thirdly, why <laughs> I moved on to another one that was just as bad as the previous one or close to it. There's a reason behind that. Hurt people hurt other people. Damaged people attract other damaged people. Like a lot of times people are like, why I keep attracting these type of people? Why I keep attracting these da da Because there's something in you that's broken that you haven't fixed yet. And once you figure out whatever the hell that is, then you can start taking up steps towards fixing that. And then you won't have these types of issues. You won't meet these same types of toxic ass people. Because the thing about it is, chances are there's all types of people that are attracted to you but who you gravitate towards out of those people that are attracted to you dictates the type of person that you are and dictates how much you you know how much you've healed so you know it's it, it goes down back to what i always say love yourself and loving yourself does not mean not loving other people it doesn't mean you know, not wanting to be around other people or not wanting to be with other people. It just simply means that I'm healing, that I'm dealing with what's going on in my life or what went on in my life, and I'm choosing to rectify that before I put someone through what I was put through. Because chances are you're going to go into a new relationship with baggage and these walls. And eventually that's going to either one or two things. You're going to like do the same thing that someone did to you to them. Or they're going to turn around and do that shit. Because they're like, well, what am I doing all this? Why am I going through this trouble for this person? And they're not letting me in. And then. And this is a bomb right here. This is This is a doozy. When you fully realize and fully heal from the shit that's going on with you. And from that prior relationship, you'll be able to sense the fuckery, the fucktivity, before it even comes your way. The reason why I ended up in the situationships, and that's what I'm calling them, after my crazy-ass breakup back in, what, 2017, was because even though I was in the process of identifying the shit that that other person had going on and like my ex or whatever, I didn't identify the type of person he truly was and the type of person I truly was, I never sat there and stopped to think, why did I let this person into my life? Yeah, I was going through shit. And you know, when you're like already going through stuff, you're, you're vulnerable. You're just like kind of grasped to the first thing or person that feels good, whether it's good for you or not. Yeah. Okay. I was dealing with that, but it was deeper than that. Like, I can't go around and say, yeah, my past relationship became a relationship because I was dealing with losing my job and losing my grandma. Yeah, they played a part, but they weren't the reason behind it. Because in the first place, if I would have been healed from the relationship before the last shitty one, years and years ago, then I wouldn't have been with that person to begin with because I would not have been able to identify the fucktivity from the gate. Once you start loving yourself, and knowing what you are willing to put up with and not put up with. Once you start realizing your trauma, your toxicity, and your traumatic shit, and all the bad stuff you got, because everyone is not good. I don't care. Like it's it's more to a relationship than being faithful. It's more to a relationship than being a financial provider or someone that plays their role. It's more than that. It's a lot of times people, you know, they 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 just kind of narrow down relationship to those specific tangible things when there are so many intangible things and um the the compatibility or chemistry or whatever like there's so much shit that's intangible that you don't see that you can't grasp that you can't really you know l- list right down on the list it's more than that so once you start figuring out what those things are that are wrong in your life then you won't have to worry about dealing with them in the future because then you'll say oh you know what i see this This is a red flag this is a trigger i am not going to accept it i am not going to deal with it and that's pretty much what it's like i mean you got to go through some pain more pain. On top of the pain that you've already experienced from a bad relationship, you got to go through more pain. Heal from that. And then heal from the stuff that the person put you through. Heal from the stuff that you didn't deal with before they put you through it. And then move on. Like, it's so... It's, 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 it's crazy when you realize it. And I never really... You know, I've 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 pointed my I pointed to it in various videos and various episodes on this podcast, but I never really narrowed it down to a specific thing, like healing. Self healing. Like, don't get me wrong, the shit is hard. People think oh, I'm healing and I'm feeling good. Not all self healing feels good. Just like physical therapy does not feel good at first, you know. It doesn't matter what the physical therapy is targeting. Chances are it's going to target a lot of stuff around it. Like, for example, when I started physical therapy for my knees, the therapist started targeting my balance. You know, how my ankles, the stability of my ankles, the, the strength in my hips. They started working around everything around my knee. And I'm like, what am I paying for? I'm paying y'all to deal with my knee. And they're like, no. Because... Even though you injured your knee and hurt your knee with these falls, your stability in your ankles and your hip was so fucked up around your knee that this pain that you're feeling, arthritis, all this other shit was eventually inevitable. It's just that the injury just sped up the whole process of the arthritis spreading, of the tears getting worse. That's all that it did. It just expedited the whole fucked up situation. And that's the same thing that happens with a relationship. You know, we focus on the pain that that person put us through, but we don't focus on the pain and the trauma we were already ignoring. And some of it might be repressed. Some of it, we don't even know that it's there. And this is why therapy is important. And I'm going to talk about that. Therapy is Once you start telling the therapist the truth, because sometimes people be in so much denial, they don't even realize they ain't telling the therapist the whole truth and nothing but the truth. They're telling their side of the truth. They're not telling the whole truth. That's why there's a difference between your side, my side, and the whole truth. When they say, do you swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth? Yeah, we're not talking about your side versus their side. We're talking about the whole truth. And we're talking about the part that you play in the fucktivity that was that prior relationship. So just like physical therapy, my physical therapy focused on my ankle stability and the strength in my hips. Which I'm like, I teach these workout classes. I be doing these leg days at the gym. My hips is cool, and I couldn't even do like a windshield wiper with therapist pressing down on my like on my legs. He was like, all right, just you know do the windshield wiper, open your leg, close it, you know lift it. Lift it, lower it And I couldn't do it with pressure And I realized then like yo I thought my hips were strong Aha. They're not as strong as you think That's why you're in physical therapy And this is why you're paying this physical therapist Because they know their shit It's the same thing with a therapist That focuses on matters of the heart and the brain <sighs> Let them do their job Tell them the whole truth Tell them everywhere that it hurts Because at the end of the day the damage that's in your knee is already there. They're just there to help you deal with everything surrounding that as that heals. Making, In my case, making my hips stronger, making my ankles stable because they weren't. And I didn't even notice that. And I'm like, I knew that something was off, but I didn't know that was the whole reasoning behind it. And when I got done my physical therapy, which, you know, eventually I'll probably have to go back to again sometime in the future. My hips were stronger. My ankles were more stable. My balance was a little bit better. And I noticed that although the pain in my knees didn't totally just evaporate overnight, it subsided when I was doing normal things like standing, (laughs) squatting, sitting. All those things were different in the way that I was doing them because the things that were weakest around my knee, because I, I didn't even know that I was putting all the pressure on my knee. So the hips... And the knees, I mean, and the the ankles and my feet and all that stuff. They put the attention on that. This is how you should stay in rows. This is how you maintain your balance. This is how you do this, this, that. Certain stretches and moves to help everything else around the knee get stronger. So that as that knee healed, those muscles, joints, ligaments, everything that wasn't in the knee could do what it was doing. Be strong as my knee continued to heal. Simple as that. Doesn't mean that I couldn't do... I didn't have to do other things for the knee. You know, herbal therapies and different things and compression, wrapping it up and wearing knee braces and sleeves and stuff. Didn't mean that I didn't have to do those things, but it meant that now I have to be more conscious of my hips and my ankles because posture, standing, sitting, whatever, controls everything in your body from head to toe. So if something is not right... The whole thing is just not gonna be right. So, you know, it's always that one little cog and in the screws and bolts and stuff. Like that one cog in the in the wheels and gears. If one is messed up or skipping or not doing what it's supposed to do, eventually it's gonna to lead to everything being fucked up. And that's the same thing with emotional and mental trauma. You need to heal from what hurt you. You need to deal with that you need to face why it happened in the first place why did you end up with this fucked up individual okay because chances are they were damaged and fucked up when you met them you chose to ignore those signs you choose you chose to ignore those red flags well why why did you ignore those red flags why did you choose to overlook them why did you choose to constantly forgive them why did you choose them in the first place Yeah, because you were fucking not dealing with the shit from the relationship before them. And now that they're going, there, that you decide, oh, I'm not putting up with the shit. I'm out. And then you start seeing shit on the Internet or on social media or wherever. You're like, you're jaded by your trauma. And instead of realizing both sides to the coin, you're only looking at what the other person did. As a man dating a heterosexual man, you're going to look at all females in one particular way. As a heterosexual female, you're going to look at all men in a certain type of way. Because you are basing your judgment off of what you've been through and not what you've healed through. I know, deep, right? (laughs) I'm going to take a sip of water. Yeah, I had to wet my whistle because I was... I have to take you all to church tonight. boy. I'm doing it today. <laughs> because, like, I look at so many hurt people hurting other people, and it's a vicious cycle that doesn't end because no one stops to say, you know what, yo, this shit is fucked up. Yo, I got to deal with this. Yo, what's wrong with me? Like, we always ask, well, why do I keep ending up with these people? No, ask yourself, why do you keep choosing these types of people? Why are you surrounded by... The types of people you are attracted to and why are you ending with the types of people you're attracted to and why are you even attracted to them in the first place? So yeah, if you're not healed, if you're not doing well mentally and emotionally, guess what? You're just going to repeat the same thing and sorry, this is as simple as it is and it may sound simple, it may sound easy to do, but it's not because Even when you're going through physical therapy, even when you're going through, you know, regular, you know, mental, emotional psychotherapy. Sorry, I couldn't find a word. doesn't matter if it's psychotherapy or physical therapy. In order for that therapy to do what it's meant to do, you have to face that pain. You have to work through some of that pain and let it heal. Once that pain starts to subside, once you start realizing, oh, well, my knees were never really the problem. It was my hips and my ankles. And had I have addressed this a long time ago, I would have figured it out a long time ago. And the injury to the knees would have never progressed. Because now I would have figured out, oh, my posture was wrong. The way I walk was wrong. The way I laid down on my side or wherever was wrong. Same thing with psychotherapy. So... I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. It was, um. this is something I'm going to talk about later. You know, down the road, you know, looking at friends. And again, this isn't coming from a place of judgment. This is the same shit that I've dealt with. That I'm continuing to deal with. When people say, well, why you don't want to be with nobody? You know, you seem like a good catch. You seem like you got good energy. And while all those things may be true. And thank you for those compliments. That doesn't mean that I can have all the good qualities of a wife, partner, girlfriend, whatever. Doesn't mean that I'm good. I'm going to be good for someone. Because I still got to deal with my shit. A person may do something to me. And it could be a friend, paramour, or something more. And they will do something that I particularly don't care for. That ain't that deep. But because they did it and I'm feeling the way I feel about them, it's a trigger towards some unresolved shit. Y'all ain't hearing me. <laughs> like real, real rap. Like that's exactly what it is. Like a lot of times people say, oh, Well, my last partner had kids, so I don't want to date nobody with kids. The kids ain't the problem. It's the person you chose to be with. So why are you choosing these types of people? What are you not dealing with in your own? Like what baggage haven't you fucking unpacked yet? Yeah, do that and then then worry about a relationship. Heal yourself. Focus on. You know, like I've said before, focus on the things that make you a better person. Focus on the things that you can learn. Like, try to learn something new every day. Focus on things that fill you up and make you whole. So that you're not relying on the next person to fill a void that you constantly ignore. Yeah. Because that's what I had to do. I had to really sit down and say, yo, I need to deal with this. I need to face this. I need to fix this. And once I did that, once I got to a point where I was healing. Then I can continue to heal. I can fix the next facet in my life. So, anyway guys, I'm not going to hold y'all much longer on this episode. Um, I just wanted to talk about that. And again, you know, these episodes sometimes... They over—I don't want to say overlap. Sometimes they repeat themselves. I might go back and dig in the crate and be like, you know what? I'll listen to an old podcast or a YouTube episode and be like, you know what? I didn't really break that down good enough. Let me go bring them come, come back to it, and that's exactly what this was. And it didn't really like I wasn't really inspired to do this episode until I realized I peeped my homie it was like, yo, everything is not necessarily the females fault like we were discussing something that happened between a mutual friend of ours and the relationship they were in something tragic and horrible you know that led to them not being together and immediately his first inclination was to blame the woman a couple of years ago my first inclination would have been to blame the man or what the fuck he do like that's one of the number one signs that show you ain't healed when two people break up it can be a famous person or not. Or just somebody you know. Such and such broke up. Oh, well, what'd he do? I know he had to do something. Yeah, that's me projecting. I'm projecting my shit, my trauma, my pain, my just shit onto this other relationship. It could have been a plethora of reasons why that relationship didn't work out. Or that one came to a horrible demise. It's not up to me to project my bullshit on it and if I'm doing that now that means when a relationship comes my way I'm not prepared for it because yeah I haven't dealt with my shit all right I keep saying that I'm done and I don't end it (sighs) but anyway I hope you guys enjoyed this episode thanks again for tuning in sorry for the hiatus it was only one week and a day I'm back like I always am. I still got some more episodes before this season is done. Um, make sure you tune into my website, DrunkenInsomniacWriter.com. I need to be more active in posting things, but there are some awesome things on that website. And if you're not following me on social media, at Insomniac underscore Writer. That's me on Instagram, at Insomniac Writer, without the I in the beginning. I'm sorry, at N, capital N, Somniac underscore writer on twitter i'm also on tiktok apparently yeah that's a thing and many other places on social media if you look up insomniac writer or drunken insomniac writer or rs lewis whatever you'll find me on something and um yeah check me out on all those facets don't forget my merch store my merch store still has some cool shit in it Everybody was talking about, oh, where you get the fucktivity teas? Merch store. Where you get the love yourself teas? Merch store. Okay? And on that note, I have one more thing to plug to you. My love yourself wellness shop. That is where you can order those green juices that I I, I always talk about on my like social media, as well as Sea CMOS. CMOS Gel is available to buy. Plain, unflavored... Um, so you can mix it in whatever you want to mix it in. You want to use it topically or whatever you can because it doesn't have anything else. No additives. Just Streak sea moss gel. That's available to you in my Love Yourself Wellness Shop. Um, So feel free to check that out. If you are not in the Philadelphia, PA area and you need to order it, you can order it on the site and it'll get shipped to you. You make a purchase of $50 or more, guess what? I'm sending all that stuff to you free of charge. Well, you got to pay for it, but you won't pay for shipping. If you are local, curbside pickup at wherever I'm teaching my classes at, at Exhibit A Studio at the moment. Or you can get um, local delivery, which is free and available if it's available. If you have a purchase of $10 or more free, if you make a purchase of $20 or more. So yeah, go check me out, y'all. Help a sister out. Got bills and taxes and stuff. But anyway, thank y'all for tuning in again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got something from it. And I want y'all to heal. Heal yourselves so that you can love yourselves. Because like I always say, be awesome. Be you. But above all else, love yourself. It's deeper than just doing nice shit for yourself and, you know, doing the things you like to do. Loving yourself is deeper than that. Way deeper than that. So, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see y'all next week back at our original time on Monday. Uh, new episode, brand new for y'all. I hope you'll enjoy that one. If you want to talk to me on Zoom, like we, I will be doing guest podcasts because I'll be doing them on Zoom. So, make sure you have Zoom if you want to get on the show. Another thing, make sure um, if you have a topic that you want me to discuss... Shoot me a DM. Shoot me an email. I will talk about it. If you have a question you want to ask, ask an insomniac, again, email me. Shoot me a comment. Uh, My email address is rslewis at drunkeninsomniacwriter.com. I know that's a mouthful. You can also DM it on any of my social media. Just make sure that you put ask an insomniac in the subject so I know when I search it, I'll find it because I get so many emails, so much spam. I might skip some stuff, not intentionally, okay? All right, guys, I'm out of here. Again, be awesome, be you, but above all else, love yourself, and I will see y'all next week. Take care. Love y'all.